Yawa Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. One welcome to the Yawa Radio podcast. The Yawa Radio podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.co.uk. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team. This is Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twine, and where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world, sharing their stories, stories that may well resonate with you. Sit back and enjoy this week's Glass Half Full. So the big question today, as I'm joined, well, we're talking to uh, Russell, the resilience coach, you know, on, on his very own podcast as well. And he's invited me on to have a chat to him. Russell, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you, Steve. Uh, thank you for being with me and coming along and chatting to me. It's, it is today is a beautiful day. It's got a bright, bright sun outside. So I'm looking forward after our chat, sort of getting out uh, in that. But overall, uh, really good. It's been a good start to the week. Yeah, bright sun, a bit frosty. Uh, yeah, we got the ice off the car this morning, including the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. Well, that's no, not that's nice. not good. It was, yeah, it was good lady. My good lady went out and said, my car is iced up on the inside. Right, okay. Right. Mm, yes. Let's just take it easy. Russell, you know, it is, you know, this podcast of yours, it is the resilience coach. That's what you're about. Okay? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be talking about resilience over the, well, a few episodes, actually, because yeah. there's a lot to talk about, isn't there? Gosh, there really is. Um, and in a minute, you know, we're going to have a go at actually trying to nail down what is this <laughs> thing called resilience? Come back to that in a moment because, you know, people do discuss it and talk about it. And yeah, uh, you know, I've, I've been um, working with this word of resilience. I was just thinking for about 12 years now. And yes, there's just so much to it. And and the series of the podcasts is, you know, I have um, the Resilience Wheel on my website, which has got seven aspects to it. So mm. there's, you know, at least seven podcasts there. <laughs> <At> least seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, around yeah. what it is. So yeah, I've been working for about 12 years. So there's there's loads in this resilience piece, but we're going to try and use today to go. So what is it then? Yeah, well, so what, what, but Russell, just a quick thought before we do that, though, for, for those who've not, um, you know, and there will be some, and I'll be, yeah. sounds, this sounds amazing, right? Yes. There, there will be some people who have not found you yet. Yes, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. You know, there's, there's lots of people that have, but there'll be some that haven't. But so before we get into the what is resilience, how did you get involved in this work anyway? Yeah, absolutely. So if anybody wants to find me, it's the resilience coach, you know. Very, very important, so, the Russell. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was some good marketing and branding there. <laughs> the resilience coach. So, you know, www.theresiliencecoach.co.uk. That's how you find me. How I got into it is a whole career in sort of learning and leadership and organizational development. Uh, uh, you know, back in 1996 in Hong Kong. I was teaching and something magical was happening in the room. 
Uh, and I thought, oh, what's this? What's this going on? And it was people learning, having their light bulb moments. Uh, and so I realised I didn't want to be a teacher just for whatever reason. Uh, that wasn't me. I thought, oh, I think I want to do business training. So came back from travelling and that was my career. And then when the resilience piece came up, I was working at the um, cooperative group in Manchester, one of their sort of leadership development team and the cooperative and through a bit of a wobble. Uh, in terms of its uh, history and I was there when that was happening and everybody was coming to me you know my, my leadership clients and going Russell the world's fallen on my head uh, <laughs> oh gosh it's all changed and I says okay well there's this thing called resilience and you know I just used to keep going for cups of coffee with chats with all of like you know the leaders and going right then what's going on for you how can you get, you know, uh, face into these challenges differently? How can we bring resilience into play to help you lead yourself and others differently? And that's how I got into it. And that's how the resilience coach was born. Cool. But, uh, but you, you did drop in there while teaching in Hong Kong. You know, that's <laughs> right. OK, so what were you teaching in Hong Kong? Oh, do you know what? So it was one of those things when you get when you go traveling, you, you land in certain places and you need to find a little bit of work to pay mm -hmm. for the rest. So an awful lot of expats just went through all these places. So I was teaching um, people off the street four hour English lessons <laughs> and I was given uh, a single piece of paper that was photocopied from a, a book, an English language book. Say so that's your four hour lesson plan. Make that last four hours. And so that was fun and games. And then I also, I don't quite know how, I go into a city college and I, uh, bless, I felt sorry for the students. I was teaching <laughs> uh, history, economics, uh, English, um, and some other bits and pieces. And I, and in all seriousness, the person that was running the college, they, they did at one time sort of say, do you know anything about, you know, needlework? And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't. So, okay, fine, I won't give you that one then. Um, so that's how, yeah, traveling around the world and stopped off in Hong Kong for three months. Wow. God, there you go. Because we couldn't just let that one go. You know, Sorry it's, not every, that, yeah. it's not everybody that just goes while teaching in Hong Kong. Right. OK, so here we go. Then the big the big question, Russell, because there's there's lots of talk is that you see you see all over the place. Resilience, be resilient, this, this and this. So help us out. Yeah. What is resilience? Where do we start? <laughs> so if you can uh, try and sleep, simplify it in a bit of a three pronged answer. Uh, which has got sort of linkages to it. So the first one is um, successfully adapting to change. So, you know, emotionally, physiologically, you know, you, you, there's the change, you need to change, this change is going to happen, but you successfully adapt to it and do things differently. You know, that, that's what resilient people do. There's a, the second thing, there's a strong element around all of what is resilience is about recovering from adverse events so mm. once you've adapted you've got to do some form of recovery and uh, recuperation and re-energizing all the r words you know <laughs> essentially and then thirdly is um building your natural resilience levels with the resilience wheel so that actually when a, a challenge comes along or an adverse event comes along actually the extent to which you're affected by it is you know diminished, diminished is lessened um and all the way in there it's really thinking about if all day every day you can be playing to your strengths then you'll get into this lovely place called thrive okay 
Okay. You know, that's that's you know where this magical, ethereal, wonderful <laughs> world that people might really use. So people that are being resilient instead of coping and surviving, they actually shift into this place called thrive. And the biggest and the best way that you do that is about working upon your adaptability. Right. And is that a bit like being the phrase like in the flow? You're there. Is that uh, a yeah, similar thing? It's absolutely, it's like, it's, it's all of that. It's in the flow, being at your best, playing to your strengths. Um, you know, you, you've got, you feel like you've got the confidence, the capacity, the capability, the optimism to be able to deal with and face into the challenges that are coming along. Or you may not actually be seeing them as challenges, mm -hmm. but, but you're not actually being unrealistic. And I don't know whether today on another one, you know, really sort of picking up on that optimism word is is a is a good thing to talk about at some stage around resilience. But, but Russell, there'll be some there'll be some people listening to this and be um, and be thinking, well, does that mean that you don't live in the real world then? You know, because there's there are people that are optimistic beyond belief, and um, and you know, I mean, I've had it said to me in the past when I've done a talk. And they said, it's all right for you, Mr. Positive, you don't live in the real world. And I go, well, I do live in the real world. It's, I think what you're describing is just how you see those challenges, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yes, we, we definitely have to talk about the difference between optimism and positivity, because mm. there is a big difference there. So having a positive mental attitude can be superb you know at times it can be really helpful and sometimes it can be helpful to sort of go i've got to do an element of fake it till i make it to be able to just you know if get through this um but positivity the only risk with positivity is that it may not be grounded in reality mm -hmm. so that's why people get you know um that accusation thrown at them um so if you are absolutely genuinely physically wading through a pile of manure <laughs> literally and you go this is great well no it's mm. not okay mm. so people that have got an optimistic mindset they understand that they are wading through manure <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes they, they're being listening going, actually i am wading through a pile of manure however they're going right then with my strengths and my skills and capabilities and if they happen to be with somebody that's also wading through the manure with them they go actually <laughs> and also with their strength skills and capabilities uh, i've noticed actually that there's a there's a tree branch on the side of the bank here and actually i'm optimistic we can get ourselves across there grab it and pull ourselves out of the manure so people who are optimistic are grounded in reality but they are hopeful and they believe that they can actually uh, face into and get through the challenges and but then that also impacts about how much they see certain things as a challenge in the first place so somebody that's really used to the optimism you know they they could be inadvertently sort of be accused of tipping over into that well you've been highly optimistic about all of this but do you not realize the absolute horribleness <laughs> of our situation and you go i do i'm not ignoring it i get hmm. it but I know that you, with the strengths and skills that you've got as my colleague, and the ones that I've got, and the ones that they've got, we'll get through this. Got yeah, got yeah, and and just and again another thought that come to me, and and we'll talk about that difference between uh, yeah, well, bouncing back and all that kind of thing in a minute yeah. at the talk, right? Um, but I guess the work, the, the work you know that you're involved in, you must see a vast difference in how people view change. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, so tell me about that because there must be some on the on the scale that I love it, bring it on. I just love change, and then there must be others that hey, 
don't want to get out of bed in the morning. No. And so as with all of these things, it isn't black and white, it's nuanced, you know. So I did say at the start that one of the, uh, you know, what is resilience from the definitions is people that are um, working upon their adaptability. So there, there's some real uh, good research uh, around the fact that those people that are open to change, to answer your question, mm. they spend a third of their time working upon their adaptability. So, so sometimes you might say, oh, there's a change that's going to happen. And for whatever reason, you go, oh, I like the idea of that change. Therefore, I think I'm adaptable. OK. And then the next day you'll go, there's this change going to happen. You'll go, hmm, not sure I like the idea of that change. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not as adaptable as I was. So it's in those moments you think about, right, um, because I need to, it's a proper reason to do a change or be involved in change or be part of a change. I'm now going to have to um, do some things differently do some things I've not done before or do some things I don't like doing, but I am open. I'm curious. I'm optimistic. I'm learning. I'm asking for help. And so I'm doing all of these things that I need to, to increase my capability, my desire and my capacity to adapt and want to do things differently. Uh, you just got me thinking there, Russell, then. So would it, is, is it that do some people not recognize how adaptable they can be if that makes sense yeah totally of course it is and in, exactly because you can go I, hundreds of thousands of times i've been into rooms you know and facilitating sessions or with clients and you, you sort of go so how adaptable are you <laughs> and in that very moment their life's experiences or how they're feeling in that moment and that day will influence how they'll answer that question mm -hmm. and then sometimes you're going to unpick because somebody might say, I'm not at all. Um, and you go, actually, I know you. <laughs> I've worked with you for a few years and I've seen you do this and I've observed you do that. And they go, oh, 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 yes, actually. All right. So I am. But if we are, you know, feeling um, emotionally and physiologically sort of tired or down or a bit battered or stretched, mm -hmm. then our openness to change is diminished. Our desire to want to do it. So our belief of whether we can do it is... Um, changed and, and sort of finally to answer your question um a future podcast the heart of resilience is our attitude it so you know mm. what's your attitude to life what's your attitude to change what's your attitude to everything will influence your belief about whether you're adaptable or not so um, again i'm just as we're talking today there's just things keep coming into our heads so let's explore this thing because would it would it be I'm just thinking, you know, what what a wonderful exercise maybe for people who are listening to this today, who who probably don't think they're very adaptable, yeah. Okay? But just to get them to think about things that have happened in their life, yeah, that change has happened, and how adaptable when they look back and think, hey, hey, I did, I am totally, totally, and and I and I. Uh, so that exact question, you know, reflect upon your whole life around when you did actually do something different or something new, you know, mm -hmm. every single one of those instances is you demonstrating to yourself that you were adaptable and a build upon that is a question I quite often ask clients for a whole variety of reasons is reflect on your life and think about anything that you're involved in that you've got a sense of pride. In. Okay. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it takes people a while to think about that. But I promise if you keep cogitating on it, the floodgates will open <laughs> at some stage, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's just it's, it's like, you know, I was involved in an activity. 
and um you know i either led it or i was part of a team and the result of what we did actually yeah i've got this nice warm fuzzy feeling inside me as a result of doing that i feel some pride and if you break that down into you know what was the challenge at the start what did you do the strengths the skills the capabilities the mindset the behaviors that you did and what was the result of what you did mm. in there you'll have adapted hundreds of times because yeah. you'd have done something slightly differently. Try, trial and error. That worked, that didn't. We didn't just keep going regardless. Actually, do you know what? Two steps forward, one step back. It got a bit difficult, but we kept going. All of those are examples of you being adaptable. Cool. Now, then, here we go, Ben, um, because I guess we've all, maybe, we've all sat in meetings, okay? Yes. And we've all heard that wonderful phrase, you know what, we need to bounce back from this, <laughs> right? Or we can bounce back from this, you know. Is it about bouncing back, Russell? Or would you like to throw a different insight into that? Yeah, so just with a bit of insight of, you know, however many years I've been looking at this, I'm just personally not a fan of the terminology of bounce back. Um, because for me, um, one of the things, again, that's at the heart of resilience, in my opinion, is about learning from life's events reflecting and learning so if somebody so if a, if a difficult situation happens to us and we face into it and we do stuff and then we say to ourselves right we're going to bounce back now in my mind that literally says well we're just going to go back to how we were before and i have an alarm bells going off in my head at that moment in time and sort of going um no you know this thing has happened let's pause let's reflect let's learn let's discuss where we've adapted and take that learning and spring forward into oh, a more right. resilient version of ourselves so i am on a one person mission of anybody in the universe that's ever listening to this or engages with me that they reframe and rephrase uh, bounce back into springing forward having learnt and there's a subtle difference there isn't it from a neurological point of view and psychological point of view massive massive difference yes yeah. Just, you changing, know, like, just changing yeah. one word. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so two I did, words, two words, actually. Two <laughs> back words, back yeah, to yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I did have kittens when, you know, it was nice, to do, but the government came back with bounce back loans. I was just thinking that. I was like, I should, I was, I did have a moment where I was, I think I had a bit of a paddy. I think I, I did, you know, bang my fists on some surface at that stage. You think about but ringing him up, Russell? <laughs> I did. <laughs> but then I had a word with myself and said, come on, get, get rid of your ego, Russell. It's like, it's an opportunity to talk about springing forward. Well, awesome. So I think we've covered a fair bit there, haven't we, about what is resilience? Yeah, 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 absolutely. absolutely. Is, there, is there anything you could summarise in, in this last bit of this one? So, yeah, so I'll go with uh, um, reflect and learn from everything. And this whole thing about play to your strengths, I think there's been, and <laughs> rule of three, uh, and think about this word optimism. Now, mm. my favourite fictional character is um, Jack Reacher, written by the author Lee Child. And his mantra is, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Got and that's, yeah, op yeah. that's optimism, that play. So uh, spring forward having learnt, play to your strengths and be optimistic because it is grounded in reality. Wow, that's awesome. Well, we've covered a fair bit in this first episode with you. Thank you. As well, that, that's been awesome. And, and let's not forget, Russell, they can also, apart from catching you in your very own podcast like this. I know. Uh, they can catch you on the on Tradio, lad. 
I know, I know. I was thinking on radio, yes, uh, on Yawa Radio, uh, which is just awesome. Uh, and I, I love what it stands for, your only well-being and happiness radio station. It's the only one, Steve. It's the only it's one. It's the only one. Yes. So, look, so it's been great. That So, look, let's, let's um, a little teaser then, a little teaser. Yes. Uh, what we're going to be talking about in um, episode two. Yeah, so in episode two. Uh, so I have the um, Resilience Wheel uh, on my website, which is a build upon some other great people's work. And at the heart of resilience is our attitude. So our attitude is our settled way of thinking and feeling about life. Great. And it's like our general mindset and our general beliefs. Now, the thing with beliefs, official definition <laughs> is something that you fundamentally believe in, but isn't necessarily true. Wow, there's a few of them. <laughs> so, thank you. It's been a pleasure talking uh, today, and uh, we look Likewise. forward to um, episode two. Thanks, Steve. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.com co.uk and if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast we would love to hear from you simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk once again a big thank you for taking the time out to listen this is the Yawa Radio podcast copyright applies Yawa Radio bringing the feel good feeling to every day